Welcome back to another edition of the Boilers Extra podcast on this Saturday night. Going to get home before midnight, unlike the Penn State game and unlike the game in a couple weeks against Florida Atlantic, but good to be on the road uh, while it's still a decent hour. But uh, Purdue beat Indiana State, as you know, 56 to nothing. Really wasn't much of a game from a competitive standpoint. And, you know, Purdue was favored by 37. So it's not a surprise it ended up the way it did. Purdue capitalized on some turnovers. First play of the game was a fumble caused by Sanusi Kane. Cam Allen recovered. Uh, A few plays later, Purdue's in the end zone, and they're off and running. Cam Allen had a pick six. Uh, The defense had a goal line stand and an interception in the end zone. So uh, good for the defense to have a shutout. You know, good confidence booster. Um, But, you know, really there's not a lot we learned about Purdue uh, in this game, other than, you know, they, they were able to clean up some mistakes from the first week, you know, not as many missed tackles. Tyrone Tracy was more involved in the offense, which needs to happen in my opinion. Charlie Jones was still Charlie Jones, 21 catches in six quarters. He had 21 catches all season, uh, last year for, for Iowa, which probably could use Charlie Jones right now because he has, um, four touchdowns. And Iowa's offense has one. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot. You could do a whole story on by the numbers with Charlie Jones and Iowa's offense. Uh, and it would it would, it would would reveal a lot. Um, but, anyway, I mean, uh, running game, you know, over 200 yards. A lot of people got involved. The offensive line, you know, won the line of scrimmage. Um, I mean, you could nitpick on a bunch of stuff. But, you know, Purdue's... Purdue's got to get back at it because the competition increases from here on out. Every game uh, is a Power 5 game. Even Florida Atlantic, they can score. Uh, They're going to cause some problems uh, for for Purdue in a couple weeks. Then you're back into Big Ten play uh, with Minnesota and then Maryland. uh, And then it becomes a um, you know, every week, you know, as I, I've as I've mentioned before, this is every, every they're in for a bunch of close games. They just are, and they're going to have to figure out a way to to win those close games and hopefully apply the lessons from uh, what happened against Penn State uh, once they uh, get in that situation again. But uh, to me, the biggest news coming out of this, uh, and I'm sure you've heard or you heard right before the game uh, that uh, Jalen Graham's going to be out probably. Four weeks, you know, maybe there's a chance he gets back before then. But uh, he suffered uh, kind of a tibia fracture uh, against Penn State. He was able to finish that game, which shows his toughness. Um, he, he suffered an injury in the bowl game and finished that game. But uh, to me, Jalen Graham is their, their best defensive player. And now they have to figure out a way to navigate these next opponents uh, without him. Um you know, I when I when I found out, heard about the injury, heard he wasn't going to play earlier in the week. Um, you know, no big deal Saturday, but it, it can become magnified uh, starting next week at Syracuse. Uh, he's a guy that can play at all three levels of the defense. Uh, he can go on the line of scrimmage and come off the edge. He can play linebacker, which he did mostly last year. You know, he's a nickel now, so he's all over the place making plays from sideline to sideline. He's an NFL player when it's all said and done. 
Um, and, the, and Purdue, frankly, needs him on the field. Now, you could say, well, he was on the field against Penn State, and they still gave up 35 points and all that kind of stuff. True. But you, you need him on the field. You just do. You need him on the field. It doesn't mean it's doom and gloom and it's over for Purdue's defense. But, you know, they're, they're, they're going to face a bigger challenge than they already were going to when they're going to go to Syracuse, which throttled Louisville in its opener. Uh, probably should beat Connecticut tonight. Um, so they're going to be amped up, and they have a dynamic offense. And, you know, Purdue's going to have to figure out a way to win important games without Jalen Graham. And it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. Chris Jefferson's going to be your nickel. Sanusi Kane's going to play safety. Bryce Hampton probably gets involved more. Um, and, you know, whoever else. And, you know, Jeff Brom talked after the game about trying to get bigger because Jalen has great size, he's great length, great athletic ability. Um, and you just don't have another Jalen Graham on your roster. Just like, you know, last year, if you'd have lost George Karloftis, you don't have another George Karloftis on your roster. David Bell, you didn't have another David Bell on your roster. And Jalen Graham's in that category. You just do not have another Jalen Graham on your roster. And that's, that's kind of what happens with Purdue's program. They, they get some top-tier talent, but they don't get enough of it. And... We'll see how they adjust. You know, Cam Allen is a playmaker. He proved it again today. He's always around the ball. Um, you know, he's going to have to make some plays. Sanusi Kane's going to have to make some plays. Chris Jefferson, he, he's shown the ability to make plays. But, you know, Jalen Graham, in my mind, is a special talent because uh, he can do it all over the field and he can do it against the run and the pass. And not having its star defensive player it's going to show up. Now, how do you make up for it? Well, there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, you know, you just get a group of guys that can play and make plays uh, on the defensive end, get more pressure on the quarterback from the defensive line. Uh, do you blitz more? Um, your cu- your corners have to be probably better than they have been the first two games as far as coverage. And then the offense. You know, the offense is probably going to have to pick it up even more. Even I know they scored 56 today, but, you know, there was – um, you know, there was a pick six involved in that. There were some short fields involved in that. Uh, you know, and Purdue's, Purdue's offense is going to be fine. You know, you can play pitch and catch with Charlie Jones all you want. Uh, you need Brock Thompson back out there. He played early, but then, um, you know, he, he he's a guy that's going to continue to be managed after um, his offseason surgeries. And, you know, he's uh, Jeff mentioned he had a bone bruise, so... Uh, he's going to have to battle through. Other guys are going to have to step up. This is where I think you go to the tight end even more. But your offense is going to have to pick it up, you know, trying to put together sustained drives, trying to run the ball a little bit more to keep the defense off the field. Uh, so, I mean, these next games are certainly winnable for Purdue. Uh, you know, Syracuse is, is, is a good team, probably better than what people thought. Uh, Florida Atlantic, as I mentioned, is gonna they're gonna sling it around and they're very athletic and Purdue probably will have some matchup problems there, but I'm not sure they play a whole lot of defense. And then Minnesota, uh, you know, Purdue has struggled with Minnesota uh, based on the physical play. Um, so 
and then you got Maryland, and then you just go right down the list as far as the other Big Ten teams are concerned. And, you know, hopefully by Maryland, uh, if not sooner, you get Graham back, and then your defense feels a little bit more complete and whole at that point. But, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to have to play tighter, better, uh, more efficient on defense. They're going to have to avoid penalties. Uh, you know, this is a big loss in my opinion. And, and I'm just really curious how now they react when they play a quality opponent without, without Jalen Grant. And, uh, he was probably the one guy that you couldn't afford to lose on the defense this year for an extended period of time. Uh, but injuries happen, you know, every team has them, you got to overcome them. Um, and, and we'll see what they're made of. Uh, we'll see if they're, if they're ready to take that next step and how they mask not having Jalen Graham, uh, uh, when they play Syracuse. Uh, so, um, you know, the, the good thing is they have a guy, Chris Jefferson, who has experience, um, and they've got other guys that have had experience, um, but they're going to need they're going to need everybody to up their level of play to really, you know, make up for not having Jalen Graham on on the field. And it, it it's going to be hard maybe to to really pinpoint you know how they're missing him because he does he just kind of he's a playmaker he he roams the field and makes plays. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this turns out. I think it's a concern. I think it's uh, something that really needs uh, attention and, you know, can Purdue scheme its way uh, by overcoming this? Can they do some things from a schematic standpoint to overcome the loss of Graham? Um, and, you know, who else steps up? Who else can make some plays there? And that's going to be... That's going to be the key. Uh, you know, Purdue has a lot of guys that are equal in talent, and they're going to have to play to the level that they need to play at to to overcome this. Um, so, you know, and Purdue, ha- you know, Purdue's defense has shortcomings even with Graham on the field, but you just don't you just don't like him not being on the field because uh, because of his, his his talent and what he what what he can do for you. Uh, in those situations, but you know, overall, you know, Purdue did what it needed to do. It beat beat the crap out of an FCS team. Uh, got a lot of guys in. All the quarterbacks played. Uh, all the running backs played. Um, as I said, Charlie Jones was uh, Charlie Jones again. Him and Aiden just kind of played pitch and catch out there, and uh, they had the speed advantage. And <laughs> excuse me, they took advantage of that. Um, now, you know, when, when do, now the question becomes, when do opponents start to really focus on taking away Charlie Jones? Would, you know, does Syracuse create its defensive game plan to take away Charlie Jones? In the past, Purdue's opponents, <coughs> excuse me, created defensive game plans to try to take away David Bell. But David Bell just kept making plays. Can the same thing happen with Charlie Jones? You know, I, I think to counter that, you got to lean on your tight end, Payne Durham, a lot more, uh, and you're going to need some other receivers to step up. You're going to need some other guys to make some plays. You don't know how much you're going to get out of Brock Thompson. Uh, 
Um, but, you know, Marshawn Rice is capable. Um, you got TJ Sheffield, you got Deion Burks. You know, and then Tyrone Tracy is kind of the uh, the wild card there because he can do so much. He's versatile. He can play in the backfield. Uh, he can play in the receiver. Um, and, the, and they're going to need him. I mean, they just they're, they're going to need Tyrone Tracy because of, of what he can bring. <laughs> Excuse me to both of those both of those el- <coughs> both of those elements. And um, you know, I thought he was a big factor. Um, early on uh, in, in Saturday's game and you know Purdue got him involved uh, through the run through the pass uh, and I think he needs to play probably a bigger role and a bigger factor uh, as they move forward but if the offense can up its production and maybe run the ball more effectively and efficiently uh, to keep the defense off the field uh, then that's going to be a win for Purdue but you know they're not going to face an Indiana State type of team. You know, getting those rushing yards is going to be similar to to dealing with Penn State. You know, if the offensive line can continue to um, use its experience as a strength, then you know uh, Purdue's going to have a chance there. And you know, King Daru ran ran well today. Uh, Dylan Downing had a really good game. Uh, you can tell that his what he's done in the offseason has really helped him. Um, you know, Kobe Lewis got some playing time. Um, you know, Devin Mockaby actually led the team in rushing. Uh, but you know, I think Purdue's really going to lean on King Daru and then Dylan Downing. You know, maybe Kobe Lewis, depending on what you know what the situation is. Um, but you know, Purdue's going to need its running game and uh, continue to you know keep. O'Connell upright um, and allow him to make some plays in the passing game uh, to, to to move this offense. But, you know, the biggest way to help the defense is for the offense to do one of two things, score points and stay on the field. And if they can do that, that's going to help their defense. Uh, and that can help overcome the loss of Graham. And then defensively, they're just going to have to make plays. Uh, they're they're going to have to put Syracuse and Florida Atlantic and Minnesota in uncomfortable situations if they can, and then get off the field on third down, uh, enforce some punts and and all that. Uh, but as you know, Purdue's defense is not perfect. Uh, it's not a three and out defense against uh, Big Ten teams, quality opponents, and stuff like that. So they're going to give up some points. They're going to give up some yards. Uh, but um, they need to band together to to kind of make up for the loss of. Uh, of Graham. Uh, that's that's about all I have on my mind right now uh, regarding Saturday's game and what's coming up. Uh, you know, obviously it's a big game for Purdue because you need to um, you need to kind of push forward through this stretch, uh, get some wins. Um, it'd be a nice quality win for Purdue to go to Syracuse and and get that, and then try to you know, beat Florida Atlantic at home before you jump back into Big Ten play. You know, Wisconsin lost today to Washington State. Um, You know, some other screwy games in the Big Ten were weird. Uh, You know, Purdue, as of right now, I I still believe Purdue can be a factor in the West. Uh, They can still have a good season. They can still be there at the end. Uh, But this Jalen Graham injury is one they're going to have to overcome. 
uh, and you can't fall can't fall too too far behind early. Uh, but it, it seems like the West once again um, is wide open, and it could be there for a, a team like Purdue that if they get Graham back, they're still in good shape, uh, and then you know you get to the second half of the season uh, ready to make a push. And um, as I said, every game's going to be close. And if you if you're expecting blowouts, um, then I don't know really what you're looking at. Uh, because these, this is just how even everything is. It's kind of how Purdue's team is built uh, this year. Um, so every game is going to be close. They're going to have to figure out ways to win them. Uh, and a lot of areas are going to have to improve from the Penn State game, including how you manage the last you know, six to five, four minutes of the game from a, a coaching standpoint. So uh, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, this is uh, it's going to be a big game for Purdue at, at Syracuse to – kind of get back some of its mojo it had in the offseason, got kind of taken away by uh, Penn State a little bit. Um, but, you know, a win at Syracuse would prove a lot more than maybe a win against Indiana State. And so, you know, it's it will be interesting to see how this all plays out in, in a week. Anyway, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll have another addition uh, coming up uh, sometime this week. Hopefully get a view from uh, Syracuse about what the Orange are doing and uh, what Purdue can expect when they go up there and play. Now their coach, Dino Babers, used to be on Purdue staff many years ago under Jim Coletto. Uh, he had brought a team uh, into, uh, brought Bowling Green into Purdue uh, back in was it 2016 or 2015? Anyway, they, they had the number one quarterback in the country, Matt Johnson, and he, he kind of torched Purdue and picked them apart. But um, And then Dino, off that, got was able to get the Syracuse job. So um, he, he's got him, he had him rolling the first week against Louisville. You know, we'll see what happens in the UConn game tonight. But uh, tough, tough test for Purdue, tough task. But uh, we'll see what, the, what they can do once they get up there. Once again, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it, and uh, have a good day.